Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach, and a partner, teacher, in Empowered Living. Welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. As many of you know, you know, I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. I mean, it was really more like living in a mind prison. And then one day, I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that, but I, I truly did. I just got sick and tired of the results, and I decided to bet on me for the first time in my life. I invested in myself, and I jumped all in. And I will tell you, I mean, there, literally, you know, the, the quote, I don't know if you've heard it before, Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And I could see it happening in my life, I mean, daily, and that's been going on now seven years, and truly my life every day, I, I, <laughs> I wake up excited and, and ready to just live my best life, and so now I'm, I'm partnering, you know, with people all over the world that want to do the same, that's my, that's my mission, my goal, my purpose, and so today is no different, I am super excited today to bring to you my new friend, Megan Hamilton, who is very passionate about some of the same things that I'm very passionate about. And she's going to jump in here and just share what she's excited about, what she's doing in her life and how it could impact you as well. So Megan, welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. Thank you, Lynn. I'm so pleased to be here and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, it's, been, it's been lovely to get to know you. Well, we're super happy to have you, and I just love connecting with women all over the world. So we're, we're happy you're here. <laughs> I love it. Talk to us, Megan. Tell us, what is, you know, what are you most excited about today? Well, I am a public speaking coach for women with speaking anxiety, and so that's my focus, and it's it's part of sort of a bigger mission, which is to start to help make visible and more audible the voices that we haven't really heard from. So over the last few years, I've started to notice a trend in areas where I was really excited about in terms of power. And part of that was came from this book that I read called Women in Power by Mary Beard. I don't know if you're familiar with that book, but it's, it's excellent. And she started to talk about the challenges that women face specifically in the, in the realm of public speaking and being heard and how that goes way far back uh, into some of the earliest writing that exists. And all the way back to the forums when debating and public speaking was something that uh, became fashionable that people started to really focus on. And women were not invited to the forums. And not only that, but our voices were disparaged. They were, our voices were called um, shrill or um, they didn't, they talked about how our voices didn't sound as intelligent as men's voices. And so that got me started to think about especially with the work that I do in public speaking, why do I feel so passionate 
about helping women. And what I realized was that I think where we're at in the world right now is a problem because we've been listening to the same voices for literally hundreds of years. And so the compassionate voices, the real voices, the voices that embrace um, change and are trying to see the world in new eyes, that was something you just mentioned as well. If I can help people who up until this point have felt uncomfortable or shy or nervous or anxious about speaking up, then perhaps we can start to see a shift in the world where we start to recognize power, true power, and not just sort of this buffoonery that we see, this sort of bombastic, loud voice, um, overpowering, gaslighting. You know, a lot of people see that as powerful, but in, in, in fact, true power comes from vulnerability. It comes from speaking up for what you believe in, even if that's not the popular thing to listen to. And so I got on this sort of mission where I felt that if we could really start empowering not only just women, but all of the underrepresented voices, then we might start to see some actual change in this world. So that's where I come from. <laughs> wow. Well, that is, that is so encouraging. And, and I, and I loved, you know, I love your approach that it's, it's not that we have to come out swinging. And a lot of times it's funny when people first hear the, you know, gritty, they think, they think like gritty, like mean beat up, you know, but it's really not. It is coming from a place of truly living an authentic life, uh, a life of, you know, gratitude and resilience and, and being inspired. First of all, I think we have to be inspired with our own lives. And, and I think we're taught so much to just, you know, give it all away. And, I, and there's nothing more important than that. But at the same time, we have to first start with us. We have to look in the mirror and love who we are. And it's not a selfish place. It's, it's self-love is, is not a selfish thing. It's, it's, I think it's something that we've always just, we've given out to everybody else. And then there's not much left for us. And we have to first, you know, literally put the mask on ourselves, just like we hear on the airplanes, you know, we have to put the oxygen on us first. So I love your approach. I, I love your, I love your, your, your stance on that. Just coming from a place of courage and, and vulnerability. I have to tell you that, um, the, the metaphor you just said, the putting the mask on yourself first, that keeps coming up for me in so many different places. It is, I just got the chills when you said that. Uh, and you're absolutely right. We can't serve people unless we have really done the work for ourselves and really know where we're coming from. And one of the things that I've become super interested in lately is, is the concept of shadow work. So it's an old... Uh, Carl Jung sort of came up with the concept of it, which is embracing all of your parts, including the dark side, right? The parts that we sometimes try to mask or ignore or pretend don't exist or, you know, the parts of ourselves that we don't like very much that we wish weren't true. So that's come up a lot lately for me and, uh, 
that's something I've been super interested in is what about myself have I been hiding to try to feel like I'm, you know, a fully empowered, fully awakened person sort of having had worked on all my stuff. And I was like, I don't, I think actually there's parts of myself that I've been hiding. And I think that that's holding me back from actually being fully present and fully able to be myself and coach people. Is that, does that resonate with you? That the idea of like, we got, we got some dark, we got some darkness. Yes. And, and are we, are we acknowledging that or are we smoothing past it? Well, I, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying. And, and honestly, you know, it's not like that's something I'm proud of, you know, put it at the top of my resume. But I mean, for the first half of my life, that's what I did. I lived a fake life. I masked, I had a, I had a real flashy smile. I got a lot of attention and I could cover up everything. And I was just drowning in shame and guilt. And the, the whole movement came out of the practice of gratitude. And it, some people think that's just too cheesy, you know, cute little idea. I thought, oh yeah, I'm, I need something more than that. And then I thought, well, I've, I've done a lot of things and, and been in a lot of training, but that one act of daily writing gratitude. Now I just, that's my action step first for anybody that I'm coaching, for anybody I'm working with, organizations, individuals, it doesn't matter. But it all begins there because we do all have stuff. Everybody has stuff. And, and really, even in the last couple of weeks, we, even with the things that we're dealing with in our country right now, um, with the division and, and the racism, um, I realized even though I thought that I was all clear in all those areas, I'm, I'm seeing things that I've never seen before. And so to, to answer your question of, or, you know, feeling like we can't, we, we do have to work on ourselves, but we are all a work in progress. And so we will always be coming to those new places of awakening and mm -hmm. nobody has it all together, you know, so we got to be mm -hmm. gentle on ourselves. And as we discover and realize, like you're saying right now, I realize there's some places I've got to, I got to grow. And so that's, that's great because what we're aware of, we can fix. And so, you know, totally. you know, it's, it's just, it's, we're all a work in progress. And so thinking about, you know, all the listeners today, what is one action step that you would encourage them to take beginning today that they could begin to create this, you know, this best version of themselves? What is one thing they could do? Uh, I love it. I think that working on your physicality is a great place to start. And what I mean by that is, so the, the first place I start with my coaching is standing. And we work on standing through something called the Alexander Technique, which was developed in the late 1800s and has absolutely uh, changed over time and become what it is today. But essentially, it's learning how to carry your body in space in an open and safe way so that you're minimizing stress and um, uh, injury, but at the same time, you're also taking up a lot of space, which especially for women can be really challenging. So if we are taught that uh, we should be quiet or 
um, you know, if, if we're feeling shy about ourselves, often we sort of stand with our shoulders rounded. We're trying to minimize our impact, essentially, sort of not be seen. But standing in Alexander technique is open, it's vulnerable, and it takes up a lot of actual physical space. It keeps you grounded, it keeps you centered. It reminds you to keep your keep your posture. I can see you. I can see your shoulders. No, I know. Talking like about when you said that, I started sitting up taller. <laughs> like, okay, Megan, am, am I doing? Am I doing this right? <laughs> you gotta do it. And and also because we're sitting so much lately, especially you know we're all sitting at our computers. I mean, we were before, but we really are now. It's so important to take care of your body, and just the act sometimes of standing up, chest out, taking up space, being vulnerable by having sort of your center core, your, your stomach and your chest, especially again for women, having those be open and not trying to hide behind anything, even that in itself can be terrifying for some people. And so just starting there with your body. And, and another way to think of it, um, if you're not familiar with Alexander Technique, is it's basically like mountain pose in yoga. So it's a very open stance and also has the, uh, the secondary uh, wonderful trait of being the least harmful way for you to stand physically and can over time reduce, reduce injury and, and uh, negate previous injury. So that, that I think is, is a really good place to start is getting comfortable with taking up physical space. That's awesome. That's a great, great thing to, to remember and write down and just you know, put someplace in our office or car or on the fridge somewhere where we see that every day is a great reminder. Mm, um, how can people connect with you, Megan? Well, uh, you know, I have this free public speaking guide and I really, and I talk a little bit about Alexander Technique and that as well. And it gives you sort of the, the rundown, the basic of, of how to achieve Alexander stance for standing. And you can get that by going to my website, which is www.ubuskills.com. And to sign up for my newsletter, it comes straight into your inbox. I'm on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all of them are at UBUSkills, and it's the letters UBU. Uh, and I'm in as well under Megan Hamilton Music because I'm also a, a musician and I signed up for LinkedIn before I started being a coach. <laughs> awesome. Well, yay, that's great. And I know that we'll have your, you know, some info um, when we, when we publish this, this podcast too. So I just cannot thank you enough. And as we, as we close here today, um, I know that you said you resonated, you know, when, with the gritty women when you saw that, but thinking of the G for gratitude, our resilience, I, you know, inspiring the two T's are thinking tough and you, the Y is you do you. What is, what is the one thing that just pops out or just speaks to your heart? Well, the why in the you do you was what made me go, yes, because the, the letters UBU skills in my business are short for UBU. And so what we're trying to do, and I think it's the same with you, I'm trying to teach people not to be a persona, not to be something that they think is the embodiment of power or a good speaker, to actually be yourself and learn how to start with that and grow from there. So, so build upon the things about you that are already 
so awesome and unique and wonderful because there are things about every single person that are awesome and unique and wonderful and learning how to build on that. So that was what really resonated with me. But I, I'm also pretty big on the gratitude, I must say. When I when I embraced that concept, I was, whoa, that's a life changer. Thinking about what you're grateful for, especially when you're having a bad day or when like things are not going well, it just, it absolutely changes everything. Yes, it does. It truly does. And um. I am certainly grateful for this time together today and I just thank you for, for joining us and joining in the movement, the gritty women's movement, global movement. And um, we look forward to seeing you again. We'll connect on all things social for sure. And um, go have a gritty day and remember gritty is the new strong. So I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Megan. Thanks Lynn. Thanks so much for having me today. Oh, thank you for joining us.